Hello and welcome to the Creatives Chronicles. This is the podcast that tells the stories of creative professionals, giving you the information and motivation you need to get started, stay focused and thrive as a creative professional. Today we have a living legend, an amazing boss in the industry. He is the mind behind Logo Geek. He is uh, Ian Paget. He is a UK-based designer located in Manchester. He specializes in logo and brand identity design. He has built a thriving community of designers and brand identity professionals. Thank you so much, Ian, for joining us today. Yeah, I'm honored to be on the show, and I appreciate that that introduction. Um, it's very nice, so thank you. Thank you so much. I am honored. I, it's really humbling. I really appreciate it. Okay, what we usually do in the first segment is to go over the intro stories of our guests. I know you've been on a lot of podcasts, but just walk us through your intro story into the world of design, how you got started in design. Yeah, okay. Something that I wanted to pursue as grown-up, um, but I didn't really know how I would get into that because um, because of my, my family situation, I'm the youngest of um, 10 in total, uh, combined between my, my mum and dad, I'm, I'm the, the uh, youngest, and um, my my dad, he didn't want me to go to university, um, none of my older brothers and sisters went, so it was kind of like a given that I, I wouldn't go to university and uh, I, I never needed to argue that, but um, I, I did go to college, um, so in in the UK we, we have... Um, a system where you you go to college to do like further education but once you hit 18 you have to then pay for education so I I studied art design um it was a real passion for me but I wanted to be I mean at that time when I'm like 18 yeah I don't know what really what I wanted to do but um I was really fascinated by companies that were designing cars and vehicles and stuff like that I just wanted to do something creative mm-hmm. um and I did have a lot of people as as a teenager and 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 kid telling me that I should work in graphic design um but again it wasn't something that I I knew how to get into so um yeah I didn't have any qualifications I didn't know any of the software or anything like that so um it was pretty much an impossible dream, but I was really lucky that when I was about 20, um, I, I got this opportunity. Um, it was at a medical company, and, and within that company, um, I actually went in temporarily uh, working in their warehouse team when I was, I think it was when I was like 19. And, and the only reason why I worked there was because, A, my friend worked there, and it was just down the road, you know, this is just what I intended to be a temporary job just to get some money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I told them at the time that I was interested in graphic design and I, I would like to do that as a career at some point. And um, they were really amazing and they, they gave me an opportunity after I'd been there for a few months to work in their... Um, they, they had a team called Product Support and Education and a, a very small percent of that job was working on posters Mm. so the way that they used to do it prior to me joining their team they would um like mock up posters for a sales team and they'd also work on these brochures 
Um, but the way that they did it, these brochures, they would mock them up really roughly in something like Quark Express at that time. Mm-hmm. And then they'd send over to a graphic designer, a freelancer, and he'd finish off. Um, but I, I found quite quickly that in that, in that role, just being in that, in that position, because I was really bad at doing all the admin stuff, which was 90% of the job, <laughs> they were giving me all the um, design-related tasks, so all of the posters and all that sort of stuff. And um, long story short with that, uh, I was very lucky that um, I was in this position where I was able to just sit there and use the tool so I could learn on the job. Um, they saw some um, capabilities quite early on, so they offered uh, some training with a local print company so basically the way that worked i could go to this print company and just ask them questions when i wanted to and uh being in that job for i was i was with that company for five years they i learned so much because i was really passionate about it like what i would do is i'd every evening i'd go home and i'd watch um uh, training videos that I was able to download off the internet. I mean, uh, I don't remember at that time there being things like YouTube. This is pre-YouTube. Wow. Um, but I was able to find um, uh, videos online and, and just start learning. And then I'd go into work, I'd, I'd implement what I learned. And, you know, just in that time, over five years, I went from knowing nothing to, like, redesigning all of the company's brochures, posters, everything and it changed from being an admin team with like 10% graphic design to being an internal graphic design team and um, I was really lucky to kind of I, I feel like I was very much in the right place at the right time um, but being in that job it gave me the foundation that I needed to then move on to um, a full-on graphic design job at a web design agency where I um, I still actually work at that company now on a part-time basis but I've been at that company now for 10 years and transitioned. I transitioned from print to web and, uh, Mm. well, I'm originally the first job that I mentioned at the medical company that was primarily print based work. Um, but I then moved on to, um, a company where I could work with lots of different, um, businesses on like their branding, their web design. Um, I, I was able to do the exhibitions for the company so it's a really diverse role, and uh, I learned a lot in that. And obviously, I've learned a lot on the on the side as well uh, to build my own company. Yeah, wow. Hopefully, that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, amazingly, coming from a background where you had to learn on the job, that that's a whole different thing for someone that um, when go, goes to college or goes to university and gets trained in graphic design. Uh, look, looking back at your journey and your story, what would you say? Uh, is responsible for the majority of your success in career and business? I would say early on, um, it was very much my drive to want to learn more and this feeling in my gut that because I didn't go to university that I don't know anything. Mm. So even though I was capable of designing stuff, I always had this drive that there's something missing, something I don't know. So I'd keep reading and learning and um, I, I... I don't, this, this probably isn't true, but I, I just got the, uh, the impression that a lot of people that go to university, they go to university and they see that as their education mm. and they feel that they've completed their education. But I think as a graphic designer, you need to keep learning. And um, ever since I've 
um, started as a graphic designer, I've been learning all the time. I'm always reading. I'm always asking questions about other other um, to to other people. I, I try to be active in the communities online now, and I think just that that constant drive to want to learn more mm-hmm. is probably what's allowed me to um, get the 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 jobs that I wanted and. Um, to also be able to set up my own things that have become successful too. I, I just think, you know, if you're passionate about something and you keep learning and keep pushing, that's, mm. I, I feel that's allowed me to um, achieve what I have done. Amazing, amazing. The, the, I think the principle is even called um, zero-based thinking, where you, like, uh, you assume that there is still more, regardless of um, whatever knowledge you've accumulated that there is always more and it's it's true about life and business and career design yeah yeah that yeah is, we could always become better we could always do better that's a phenomenal yeah a phenomenal and I, I think i think as well like now my my mentality is um i i read a book called the one thing mm-hmm. um and the basic principle of that book is that you have a somewhere out there goal so a goal like, you know, in like 50 years time or when you're old, what what's your life going to be like? Mm-hmm. And then being able to reverse engineer that and um, having like now yeah. I've, I've got this somewhere out there goal. I've got this big goal that I can keep working towards. And it just means that every day when you're working on something, if you've got this long term goal, you can start planning things that, that you um, wouldn't necessarily have thought about without planning long term. So um, at the moment, one of one thing that I'm working on as part of uh, Logo Geek is actually a community, mm-hmm. and that the the communities only came into existence because I have a plan for that, but I haven't implemented it yet. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like future planning. Yeah. Um, so I, I recommend anyone read that book, or I mean, you don't need to read the book. It's it's just basically creating a plan and, and uh, reverse engineering it and just mm. like every day working towards achieving that um, I, and I think if you do that and just make a plan and just implement stuff you could do anything you want yeah true true amazing amazing okay uh, let's talk about if you were to start over in building um, logo geek what would be something you would do differently or do more of um, it's such a hard question to answer because I feel like the whole, um, Logo Geek brand kind of just grow organically and, <laughs> and there's never really been an exact plan. Like what it is now, I didn't plan it to be that originally. Um, but I, I guess if I was to do more of something, um, I would probably try and do more content. I, I, I don't feel like I'm generating enough actual physical content, um, like I've 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 really wanted like I've really wanted to build products like tra- training courses and books and stuff like that, but I just haven't been able to make time for it. Um, so I, I guess if I could kind of turn back the time, I would probably start working on that and and pushing myself to uh, to to focus on that side of things. You know, just write, creating more content, writing more content. Um, but apart from that, no, to be honest, I'm, I'm quite happy with the way that everything's kind of gone. Um, there's never been a set in stone, stone plan. I've just allowed everything to grow organic, organically and just by working on it every day with a vague plan, it's all starting to come together um, now in, 
um like i'm always surprised when people tell me that i built quite a brand and it's like well i've just been you know just doing bits here and there so um yeah it's, it's a hard one to answer but hopefully that kind of <laughs> gives you a, yeah, an yeah, answer. yeah creating more content that it's it's amazing it is answer yeah i'd say creating more content is probably the uh one thing that i would go for okay okay um in the design industry or any other industry, do you have mentors or people you look up to and um, how ha- has these mentors influenced your choices and helped your career? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, there's been a, a number of people through my um, career. So like I mentioned earlier, when I when I was in that first job, this is like 15 years or so ago now, okay. um, there was a guy that worked at this print company called um, Phil Ellis. And um, I was able to ask him questions whenever I needed something. So what I used to do is go to him with like a magazine and I'll just go, how do I do this? And he'll sit down and show me. So that that used to be um, really good. I, I, you know, that that all of his advice early on, that was uh, totally um, incredibly valuable to me at that time. Um, but now, I, I mean, there's there's um people like Paul Rand I I know he's not alive anymore but I've read a lot of his books and and the advice that he gives is um incredible um and also I'm a big fan of um Pentagram you know uh, people like Michael Michael Beirut yeah Yeah, I really love his his work and his his approach um sorry so yeah another person uh was Pat Flynn um, he he has a, a podcast called Smart, Smart Passive, Passive Income. Income. Yeah, and, um, I've taken a lot of things that I've learned from him, uh, which I feel has kind of steered my um, freelance career in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, the the way that I'm able to make money now is not just from um, doing work for clients. I'm also able to make money through sponsorships through affiliate marketing and, and other stuff and you know long term there's stuff that I want to do that would probably be better um, it would probably make more of a passive income so he's he's been a big inspiration to me you know just seeing how he is on his podcast you know there was a few years ago I used to listen to podcasts and all the hosts used to be arrogant as hell and then I started listening <laughs> And he's more like me, you know, he's mm. a normal guy. Um, he asks questions. He, he doesn't care about being a bit of a nerd. He doesn't care about making himself look stupid. Mm. He asks the questions that are needed and he's just very down to earth and, um, you know, very transparent with everything that he does, very honest. And, um, you know, that side of things, I've tried to adapt that into what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's just a few people. I mean, to be honest, there, there's a lot of graphic designers in the communities online that uh, you can always look up to i mean there's people like chris though he's just doing all this amazing um yeah so the guys at the future they're doing a lot of amazing content it's hard not to be inspired by people like chris Mm, um he's a talented guy and he's giving a lot away a lot of content but he's also very business savvy yeah you know the future is making millions of pounds and he's making that money by giving value away for free you know yeah i find that inspiring and um i I think a lot of people probably look up to people like him yeah true 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 amazing amazing 
uh, you do a lot. You put out plenty of content as it is today. Uh, what is something that motivates and drives you? Uh, why do you do what you do? Okay. Um, it's a funny one. But okay. when it comes to um, content, one of the reasons why I do the content is for search engine optimization purposes. Okay. So um, I... Like my my website, so um, my my Logo Geek website, I'm reliant on that being yeah uh, uh, a, an income. Like uh, I, even though I got a part time job, I I need the income from um, my Logo Geek business. Yeah. So I, um, in order to keep my search results going and and to keep um, getting leads coming in from Google searches, so to get inbound uh, leads. I need to create consistent content. It has to be high quality, all this sort of stuff. So there's that side of it. You know, the the, the reality is, is a business. I need money to come in, and in order for money to come in, I need to kind of do work in order to get leads coming in. So there, so there's that. You know, that's okay. kind of driving it. But also, I try to do good content because I think it helps people and. Um, I feel that in some ways I've become a role model to people and I think people look to me and um, people actually read the content. You know, it's not just there for Google. So I do try to add value when I can. Um, so that there is more to it than, than just creating content for Google because I try to add value. Um, I try to um, come across as authoritative around logo design um because i think even if i didn't get clients i would probably still create the content because i enjoy creating it mm. um so yeah i mean that's that's what drives me i mean that's not the best answer ever but no it's, the, it's, it's perfect it, it doesn't i need <laughs> i i need to keep working on marketing i i need the work coming in um i but I mean, personally, one of the reasons why I like to work so hard is because I want to live a good life. Mm. Um, like growing up, I uh, my parents didn't really have any money. We lived in a council house. We only ever went on holidays in the UK. Um, and uh, like now, I want a nice house. I want a nice car. I want to make my um, girlfriend and family and stuff happy when I can. I want to buy them nice presents when it comes around to Christmas. I want to have good holidays. I, I really enjoy traveling and um, all of these things cost money. Yeah. So um, the the Logo Geek brand, as much of it's a passion project, but it's also I'm able to monetize it as well. So a lot of what I do at the end of the day is to help towards generating um, leads and um, so that I can keep getting inbound inquiries and stuff like that so that I can make money, you know, right. to go on holiday. Awesome. I, I, I think with anything, with a business, you have to have a goal that's beyond just working. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's I want to travel the world and I want a good life. And, you know, that, that drives me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that, that's the reason why I keep doing stuff so that I can have these things. Yeah, okay, okay, amazing, amazing. Before we go to the next question, let's segue and do something a little fun. Um, okay. If someone <laughs> if someone comes to you today and say, "In, uh, you could make one wish and get one superpower," 
what uh, superpower would you want to get? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> it would be cool to be able to like fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Flying is awesome. To think about it. Yeah, flying is awesome. Super, Superman was a flyer. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I awesome. guess my, my favorite comic book hero is Spider Man. Okay, okay. And how he can swing and like climb up walls and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really that's really nice. <laughs> how about you? Okay, uh, I, I've always loved the Flash. I have loved the Flash. I, yeah, you want to run really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you admit that would be really nice. Just be able to like, <laughs> I really need something from town. And you just get and it. like. Just now, if I need it, I'll be gone for like two seconds and you won't even notice. Yeah. That's why I just... Yeah. yeah, if you need something from town, just swish, get yeah. it. Uh, yeah, back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You don't even need to pay for it because they wouldn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another angle I've not considered doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Just All right, kidding. okay, thank you. Okay, now, let's, do, let's go, get back to the show. Uh, okay, but that was fun. That was fun. Uh, you have been featured on a lot of podcasts and platforms, plenty, plenty. Okay, uh, what is one question uh, you wish to be asked on some of these platforms? This is another question that I don't really know how to answer. Um, I, but I, I have been thinking about it. Um, okay. I'm quite lucky that a lot of people have asked me questions about the things that I got interesting answers for. But I guess where I, what I've never really been answered, um, asked is about other work that I do aside from logo design. Okay. Um, because I've, in terms of the, what the public can see, a lot of what I put out is just logo design. And, and that's because, um, I, I really enjoy working on logo design and that's the type of work that I want to come in. But what a lot of people don't realize is that I've worked on things like iPhone games and worked on lots of characters and, um, you know, working on something like a game, you need to do um, all the background artwork or the animation sheets or that sort of stuff. So that that's quite um, fun. And uh, in my, I've got a part-time job. I work on a lot of uh, e-commerce. Uh, so working on web designers where you're focusing on uh, increasing conversion rates for sales. Um, I really get asked questions about this type of thing. And I, I think it's more because I generally don't make it public what i do mm. um like the e-commerce stuff i can't put it in my portfolio because it was um done for that company and it, you know due to my contract it's it's kind of the, the the all of the work that i'm doing for them that i that i've done for companies like um barclay card for example recently i can't show that in my portfolio so no one is aware of the of a lot of the things that i've um been able to work on um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's my fault that people haven't asked about it, but, uh, that could be an interesting topic at some point to talk about. Mm, amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, there are a lot of myths in the industry, in the design industry, especially for people who are not yet in the industry, but are wishing or wanting to co- get in the industry. Mm-hmm. There are some wrong notions they hold about the industry. You've been in the industry for a long time now. What are some myths mm-hmm. about the industry that you would want to demystify first today? Um, 
One of them I would have to say that comes to mind straight away is Creative Block. Mm. Um, you you hear people that say, I can't do this because I'm having Creative Block. And um, people, when they hit this brick wall, they can't get anything done. Um, but the reality is, when you work for a company and you've got like, um, you know, like 10 projects that you need to finish off, you have to finish them, you have to work on them. So you, you can't really just sit there and be trapped. Um, so what I, I normally try to um, give, uh, the, the, the advice that I try to give in, in situations like this is don't let yourself be blocked just because you can't think of anything clever or new. In most cases, other than logo design, you can um, take layouts and ideas and structures and stuff like that from other places. So yeah. even though you're not necessarily coming up with something, it's better to do something than nothing. Yeah. Um, because normally what you find is that even though you're kind of feeling like, I know that feeling where you're like, nothing's coming together, nothing's looking mm -hmm. good. I feel like I'm having a creative block. Don't just keep moving. Just keep working. Um, put something together. Try and finish something off. Even if it's not the most original thing, if you do that and you're able to finish it off, most of the time, by the time you've actually finished it and, and worked through putting something together, you normally get to a point where something is good. It might not just, it might, it just might not be the best possible version that it can be. But sometimes, you know, when, uh, graphic design at the end of the day is a job and um, if you work for a company you have to get it done so yeah, yeah. if you can do a good job that's professional um, and to a good standard just do it and let it let it go and move on to the next project so that that's what, what I would say with um, creative block I mentioned about Lego design that it's not possible to do it with Lego design um, and, and the reason is because a lot of the time Lego design needs to be unique but even then, what you can do is focus on finishing something. So um, if you can't think, if you can never think of any ideas ever, I don't think graphic design is probably the right job for you. <laughs> but most people who have been a graphic designer from, for some time, mm -hmm. they should be able to put down some ideas on paper, even if they are bad. And if you could just sketch something down and just work on something and start developing some ideas, those bad ideas can become good ideas, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if, you sit there, if you sit there and you think and you're just thinking things through and you think the idea is rubbish, what, what I recommend to do is just get a sheet of paper and just every rubbish, crappy idea that you think of, just draw it down and get it out of your head. And I've always been surprised that I've done that sometimes. And you see it on paper, suddenly on paper you think, actually, there's something to that. And then you can start developing the idea and, and just getting all of the ideas out of your head that, that come up. Once it's down on paper, you can start to um, uh, develop them. And, and like I said, if you focus on doing something and finishing something, even if it's not 100%, at least you've made progress and... Um, you know, if you're working for agencies, you have to make progress. You can't just sit there all day thinking, I've got creative block. It's, it's just, it's not professional. Um, if you want to work in the industry, you just need to get on with things. You just need to keep um, moving. 
like I said, it might not be the most amazing thing that you've ever done, but at least you finished it and you can move on to the next thing. Wow, amazing. True, true, true. Like, uh, like, like, even if I, I notice this a lot, sometimes some mornings you, you get so tired, you don't want to even stand up. But the minute you, but yeah, start, yeah, the, yeah. Minute, the minute you get moving and doing something, as in strength just comes, he comes to you. Well, yeah, uh, and um, I've I've heard people say um, I think it was a guy called Sean Wears on his podcast. Um, sometimes people want to write a book, for example, and the advice that he gives is that you block out time and you show up, hmm. and just by sitting down on your laptop and being there, you're going to get something done, even if you're not in the mood or you're tired or you don't feel like doing it or whatever, just just the physical act of sitting down in front of your um, laptop, opening it up, opening up a Word document and just showing up and being there, you're going to make progress. And if you keep doing that every day, then, you know, that book that you're too tired to do will slowly get done. And, um, you know, people that achieve a lot with their life, they are the people that, that crack on you know yeah, yeah like you know so say if you've got a job that you go to i don't want to wake up in the morning half the time i want to stay in bed but because you know <laughs> that you have to be there and you just yeah. have to show up you just get up you have a shower um have breakfast you go to work and somehow in that nine to five that you didn't feel like going to that just the physical act of showing up and yeah and cracking on with it you make progress True. so yeah, you just have to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Amazing. Like <clears throat> I've picked um a ton a ton a ton of information and actually big content. But two more things before we let you go. I really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sure, I, don't worry. I really appreciate it. <laughs> okay. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Uh, what is clear to you about this creative profession? What is yeah, something yeah. that it's so clear to you that you think if other creatives get a hang of it, they they would yeah, do well in okay. Care? Yeah, so I think um, for young designers, probably the most important thing is to um, connect with people that can become mentors. So when I when I say a mentor, I don't necessarily mean someone that's going to sit down with you and go through everything, because realistically, there's a lot of people out there that that are happy to help and advise, but they just don't have the time. So there are that now we're in a fortunate position where there are a lot of communities online that are free. Um, where you can go and you can meet people and you can ask them questions. So someone like myself, I get a lot of people like you, you reached out to me you are, and you're asking some questions now. Mm-hmm. I'm able to give away like 10 years, 15 years worth of experience mm-hmm. so that you can learn. So things yeah. like reading, reading books. Um, some people don't like reading, but the 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 reality is is that you know if you take a book by someone that was in the industry for like 50 years of their life if they put down everything that they know into that book you're going to get 50 years worth of advice and experience just by reading so i think reading and using online communities um like i've got a community called the logo geek community so that is a good place to meet other um, Lego designers and, and there are people at different stages of their career and you know you're in this fortunate position now because of the internet where it's very easy to find people that have kind of done what you want to do mm-hmm. um, and I don't feel like I did enough of that when I was younger 
but now it's good to reach out to people it's good to get feedback from other people um it's good to start networking it's good to start meeting other graphic designers you know go to these events talk to people ask questions read books get all the advice you can from people that have been there and done it um like I said, you can't always find someone that would want to be like a full-on mentor for you, but you might be lucky and you might be able to find someone. But try and treat it like if you find a network of people and you find a couple of people that you can ask questions now and again, you're going to learn a hell of a lot quicker than sitting there and making mistakes. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of young designers make the same mistakes over and over again. But if you're able just to go and ask someone that's that's been in the industry for 20 years how to solve a specific problem in most cases graphic designers are very open to helping there's no there, there isn't this competitive um vibe and you know uh, yeah yeah uh, you you can like i've been really lucky uh, like with my podcast i've been able to reach out to people like i spoke to um tom geismar uh, earlier in the year and he's someone that is a real legend and I couldn't believe that, you know, just by sending him an email mm. that I got to spend an hour talking to him, you yeah, know? Yeah. So yeah. all these opportunities are there. So just take, um, you know, people didn't have this opportunity 20 years ago. Yeah, true. People that are, are starting their career now, network, use Facebook, get in the groups, start meeting um, people that have been there and done it and start asking questions and getting help and advice when you need it. All right. Amazing, amazing. I really, really do appreciate your time today. Um, You're welcome. Okay. So how, how could how could people get in touch with you and get into Logo Geek community? Um, okay. So if you want to join the Logo Geek community, I think you can go to logogeek.uk forward slash community. And that should 301 redirect to the group. Or you can just um, go onto Facebook and search for groups. And there's a group called the Logo Geek Community. Um, but if you're not a fan of Facebook, I also post very frequently on Twitter. And that is at Logo underscore Geek. But I mean, if you just want to get hold of me or find me or see the content that I'm putting out, just do a Google search for Logo Geek and you'll find what I'm doing. And um yeah, I'm always happy to answer questions and help and advise when I can. All right. So. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, on the final, on the closing note, your parting words for uh, audience, uh, designers, and creative people. Your closing words for them. My parting words. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I think every graphic designer is, um, you know, always striving to improve. And I think, like I said, um, with with what I've done, if you just keep learning and improving and practicing, um, creating passion projects for yourself where you can learn, that way you'll always be inspired. And uh, like I said as well, connect with people. You know, that's you. That's that's how you'll succeed. Like it's it's always surprising what you can get in life if you actually focus on a goal and and ask people for help. You can do anything you want. Seriously. Mm. Wow, thank you so much. It has been an interesting episode. <laughs> I've had I've had fun. I've enjoyed myself. I've, I've, I've picked a ton of informative and educative 
contents today. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. The time has gone really quick. Uh, it's been a, a <laughs> pleasure being on your show. So thanks for um, the opportunity and thank, thanks for asking. You know, I appreciate it. We will definitely have another episode in the future uh, when we'll teach other things together. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. No worries. Well, you know where I am. Send, send me a message or ping me an email or whatever, and I'm happy to um, do that. All right, thank you. To our audience cool. out there, I have just you picked a ton of information from today's episode. Remember to go out and create awesomeness. My name is Bright Maker. I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.